Hello, everyone. I am coach and host April Azale with Freedom Living Podcast. I am also an author. And today I will be sharing some keys from my latest book, Free Indeed, Seven Keys to Unlock Your Prison Doors. The purpose of these podcasts will be to provide you with some keys, some tips, some strategies and teachings to help you move from A to B and to also help you to maintain freedom through the adversities of life. As a recovery coach, my goal is to help you recover from setbacks, regain strength through losses, and to overcome obstacles by moving forward. Let's get started. Today, I will be sharing key three, which is knowing who you are. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. I want to start off with asking you a question. Do you happen to know where you are mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, or even financially? Think about that for a moment. Not knowing where you are in these areas of your life will eventually lead to a fatal crash. If we all be honest, we all struggle in one of those areas or maybe all of those areas in our lives. We must understand that when one of those areas are off, it affects the other areas in our life. And just for example, when you are financially unstable, it will affect your emotional state and your mental state because When you are financially unstable, it causes you um, to be stressed, even go into depression, if not handled properly. All of those things can put you on an emotional roller coaster and could cause some bad habits such as unhealthy eating that can affect our physical state state and also harm our spiritual state. The reason why I know these things to be true because I myself have struggled in every area of these, every one of those areas and had many fatal crashes in my life. 
And it's a result of me not knowing where I, where I am in those areas of my life. And the only way to beat this thing and stay ahead is by examining those areas of your life. And this takes being honest about those situations. Know that healing only comes through revealing. And you can't fix what you're unable or unwilling to identify that that's not working properly in your life. Like I said before that, um, I had struggled, had, had a situation um, before that I was financially struggling because I was out of work. And this situation was different um, because I was out of work for a, matter, a longer amount of time than I ever have been. So being that this was an uncertain situation that I didn't know about, um, it caused my emotional state as well as my mental state to be affected. Even caused me to go into depression because of me not knowing where I was in those areas of my life. I'm just being transparent and being honest with you guys that not knowing where you are in these areas can affect the, 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 um, the best of most of us to be honest. And I must say that I'm a praying warrior. I seek the word, but it still was some things in my life that the truth was not exposed to because I was still struggling financially and still my emotions was everywhere. I had to get to a place where I had to totally trust God through prayer and meditation and not only that, I had to listen to his voice to give me ways out. I even had to seek out for help when I didn't want to because of me being independent and love to handle my own business. That was a part that I was ashamed of, of asking for help. But it will be time in your life where sometimes you may have to seek out for help. To get the help that you need. And that being said. You don't want to go through. A private or a silent struggle. You don't want to have a silent struggle in your life. Where you are ashamed of. Where you try to keep it. A secret. Because the enemy will come in. And try to destroy you in that area. He'll try to keep you closed from everybody. Because he's going to. Uh, make you feel ashamed because you mess, simply messed up. You know, we all mess up financially. We all mess up in areas, you know, but the enemy comes in a form of condemnation and make you feel so horrible. And God is love. So know that God is love. When you when you're being beat down and um, feeling feeling bad, that's not from God. Those are the areas you need to give to God. Some, sometimes simply we just got to let go and 
let God have his way in our life. We got to get to the place where we are willing to give God everything, even those things that we control or want to control, even those things that we hold so dear. Don't want nobody to know my God. God knows everything about our lives. He even know um, the struggles that we're going to get in before we even um, know ourselves. He already have a plan for it. He even he has promises for every problem that we will ever face in life. God has a method. He has a way of escape. So we must realize that um, no matter what you find yourself in, whether it be your failure moments or your mistakes, know that God is able um, to bring you through all of those areas so that you won't get into depression and um, feel left out and feel beat up. Just just learn. We got we must learn how to release those things totally to God so we can have so we can walk in recovery. Everybody wants to recover. Everybody wants to be an overcomer. And that's how we overcome. We have to give those things to God. We have to face it. You know, we got to identify those areas in our lives. We have to face it head on. So, and also, you know, we got to be mindful of those. We can't, the, um, I, it was a saying that you can't judge a book by its cover. You must first read it. And that's, that's, that's true when it relates to people. Sometimes you just don't know when a person is at their breaking point or getting ready to throw in a towel. We, we simply got to learn how to um, be okay with not being okay and ask for help. Don't, don't you go through privately. And trying to hold an image of being strong. See, that was my weakness. I tried to hold that image. You know, you know, when you're a leader, when people looking at you, you try to hold that image like you're strong. You don't want people to see your weakness. You know, you try to hold that Masana, Masana, so that people won't notice your pain. But you're, you're broken, you're messed up. And um, you're going through in, in silent, you're, 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 you're hurting secretly, you know? So that's called when you're masking that pain, when you're dressing that up, when you're looking good on the outside, but tore up on the inside. And we got to make up our mind that we will no longer live by the fake it till you make it statement. You know how that is. People say, I'm faking it till I make it. No, we can't do that, especially as believers. Only way to set yourself free, you got to come to the place where you want freedom. You're going to walk in freedom. And that's basically saying, I'm going to faith it till I make it. And, and when you say that, you know, I'm going to faith faith it to I make it you have made a decision to no longer wear um, your problems um, but you have made a decision to cast all your cares unto the Lord um, because he cares for you so below I'm gonna identify how 
um, the, these fatal crashes starts in our lives. First, how the fatal crash starts, it begins with you becoming tired. You know, we all now come on. Some of us may be tired right now when you have lost your energy. You know how it is when you tired, you lost your energy. And then the second thing is you become drained. It's like something has sucked the light, the life out of you. It's like, you know, something is pulling on you on the inside. You're drained. You know how when you're so thirsty and um, you, you're, you're when you're so thirsty, you're drained, you can't move on. This is the drain I'm talking about. And number three is you're worn out. You can't go any further. When you're worn out, you can't even go any further. And the last thing is you become sick and tired. And this is to the point where you can't take it any longer. Come on now. How many are you there right now? And I must say that there is a way out. There is a method. When you get to this place where you're sick and tired and you can no longer go, go on. And I must say, and I must tell you that you're in the right place that this is the right place to be because you at a place where you can totally give it to God. You can totally release that thing to God. You can let go and say, God, I need you to help me. To recover in this area of my life. How many of you right now need God to come in and help you recover in some areas of your life? This is when you're at the point of I'm sick and tired. And I must say that. God. There is nothing that God can't bring you through. There is no situation that's too hard for God. And even going through this. You must even begin to see your circumstances and situations through a godly eye. See your strength from within. Your strength within. Your method from within. The Bible even tells us that um, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than what we ask to think because of the power in us. So with that being said, it's some power in us to do. You know, but I, like I said, the enemy don't want you to know about your power because he will allow you to focus on your situation, your circumstances, how bad you messed up, your mistake, your fall. So you won't see your power within. Know that whatever test you going in or whatever test you in right now, God is going to create that. He's going to bring you through to allow you to have a testimony. Also, your mess, your mess in your life. You may seem like you're messed up right now. God going to use your mess for a message, a message to help many others come through. That's why you have to come through because you have to get through to get to whoever God wants you to witness to. Come on out. You don't have to stay in that mess. You don't have to stay in that situation. You don't have to be bound. You don't have to go through the motion and the roller coaster. You can prevent from going in a fatal crash by simply examining your life. Now, you can take actions by necessary steps if you find yourself in these situations of trying to 
uh, find out where you are in your life. Simply follow these four steps. Number one, just find out where you are and take action steps. Number two, identify the cause. What brought you to this place? And number three, seek out or ask for help if needed. And number four, create a doable solution for your situation. And with these four things can bring you out of any area of your life. If you follow them through and be serious about taking action steps to become on that road to a recovery. So aren't you ready for a change? Aren't you ready to get your life back? Aren't you tired of going on a roller coaster? Uh, are you tired of going on a roller coaster, um, emotional roller coaster? Aren't you tired of being broke? Aren't you tired of just being messed up? Now's the time to take action. Simply by examine your life. Look at those areas in your life. Even on today, as we talked about it, look at those areas of your life and see where you are and see, see what needs to be improved or see what you can do. And then simply give it to God and, and be honest with God and let them know you're struggling. Let them know your strength. And, and I mean, he will show you your strength and what you can do and just leave the rest in his hands. And listen as he give you instructions. God wants to um, make something beautiful out of your life. God specializes in the things that seem and look impossible. You may think that you are down for the count. I understand because I've been there. I've been to a place where I felt like I was financially unstable and to the place where how I was going to come out. I was in one of those big holes and I was like, how am and the world am I going to come out? But I want to tell you, God specializes in those things that look impossible and seem impossible. He can do it. He can do a makeover. He can do a do over in your life. If you only simply open yourself up, open yourself up to him. Open your mind up to him and give it to him. And as he, as you give it to him, be ready to change. And I must say, leave you with this. Whatever decision you make today determines your um, tomorrow. I want you guys to know that life is choice driven. And also for every problem in your life, God has a solution. I always know that. No solution is too, no situation is too big or too deep that God can't handle. Your situation is just right for God. And today, make that decision that you're going to take charge over your destiny by allowing God to lead and guide you into all truths. Because we know that the truth shall make you free. All right, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this segment and look forward to 
more segments to come. Feel free to check my website to get updates on new episodes. Even also check my website um, to get information on how to purchase my book, Free Indeed. God bless you all. Stay tuned for more Freedom Living Podcasts with April. God bless. Hello, everyone. I am coach and host April Azell with Freedom Living Podcast. I am also an author. And today I will be sharing some keys and tips from my latest book, Free Indeed. Seven keys to unlock your prison doors. The purpose of these podcasts will be to provide you with some keys, some tips and strategies and teachings to help you move from A to B and to also help you to maintain freedom through the adversities of life. As a recovery coach, my goal is to help you to recover from setbacks, regain strength through losses and to overcome obstacles by moving forward. Let's get started. Today, I will be sharing key number four from my latest book, Free Indeed. The key is, key number four is seeing your way out. Seeing your way out. I'm reminded in Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expectant end. One of the most challenging things to do is to see good in and out of a painful or bad situation. We all know that in life, we will have ups and downs, happy moments, sad moments, and also experience painful situations. In life, you will endure many things, and have difficult moments. However, our outcome is always determined by what we do in those moments or difficult situations. I look at life like seasons. You know, through life, seasons change. We have fall, winter, summer, spring, you know, even in those seasons, you have to dress differently and prepare differently because in each season, you will have a change in weather and the climate. In some of those seasons, we endure a lot because some seasons bring difficult weather that may sometimes cause emergency situations. However, we can't stop it from coming. In reality, we can only prepare ourselves because some things we just can't stop from happening, such as death, sickness, tragedy, or even pain. Life happens to all of us. And sometimes it looks as though it's getting the best of us. 
in those uh, moments, it's easy to just give up or quit. However, that won't change the situation. But we, but it will, um, but it will make it harder for you to defeat it. Therefore, um, we must keep moving forward in spite of what we see going on around us. We got to keep fighting. You know, um, I must say that last year um, when I experienced um, a situation, a difficult situation in my life, which I shared before as to being out of work for five months and losing a loved one in the midst of that. And also, you know, fighting other battles that came. You know, um, even through the midst of that, you know, me leaving a a job, um, you know, I thought I was prepared. So my question is, what do you do when plans, your plans um, fall through? Your plans fall through when your plans um, don't work out. And I must say that I thought I had everything together. I thought I, you know, planted, you know, um, as to having a job or having something lined up when I left a job. And, you know, I I mean, you know, some things are just not worth your sanity and some things are just not worth um, you giving up your peace. So in the midst of that moment. I was going through a lot and I just was willing to give it up, you know, um, and not lose the peace I had. Now, I'm not telling you to leave your job or nothing like that. Um, I'm just telling you in the midst of me making a decision. And I must say that even, you know, through this decision, I know many will say, why did you leave your job? You know, and many probably will say that, but. I was the only one in the midst of that moment, you know, and only me and God and God understood what I was going through. So, you know, at that moment, I must say that even when I thought I moved too quickly or or, or I um, made the wrong decision, you know, because looking at the situation, you know, me not having a job lined it up. When I left a job, would think, well, maybe you moved too fast or maybe you made the wrong decision. A lot of times I must say that um, even in the midst of you thinking or, you know, feeling like you made the wrong decision in a this uh, made the wrong decisions or made the wrong decision. God will still back you up. God still have your back because I say even in the midst of that. Um, God still had a plan. God still had a plan, even in the midst of me, if I moved too fast, if I made the wrong move, God still had me backed up because even to this day, I wouldn't be able to share my story with many of you that may be out of work today. 
I wouldn't be able to share my story with you of how God brought me through. And, you know, it's so ironic that I went through this journey last year and now this year I'm sharing my story. And it's so powerful because maybe some of you or many may be going through the same thing, you know, maybe out of work. And I say even through that, um, God gave me a method, a way out, you know. So I had, um, he gave me a method and a way out. So at that moment, my plans fell through. But when your plans fell through, know that God's plans will never fail. God will never, his plans will never fail. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. So even through the midst of that, you know, even when I made that decision, because doubts came, you know, of course, you know, questions through my mind will run, uh, uh, run across my mind. Like, what did I do? What did I just do? But I must say that even through that, God blew my mind. You know, he allowed um, it to work for my good. What seemed bad, it eventually worked it for my good. So what I had to do, I had to see my way out by learning how to look at the situation with a total different outlook. God was positioning me for bigger and greater things. And I had to see it from his perspective. So whatever you may be going through right now, you got to see it from his perspective and not your perspective. You know, in order to see your way out, you must see the bigger picture. You must see the bigger picture. Although it may have appeared as though I made the wrong move, a move too fast. God still worked it out. He's still even better than what I thought. So if, if, if you are in this situation right now, you know, you may be out of work right now, or maybe have made the wrong decision or made the wrong move, or, you know, um, now it's the time to turn it over to God, because I must say, like I said before, God will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, God, I'm going to tell you, he foresees everything. He knows when you're going to make decisions. He's already there when we get there. So I must say that God was already there when I made that decision. He already knew I was going to make that decision. So he had a plan, you know, he had a plan for my life. And if you are going through this dark time right now, I want to share some tips to help you see the bigger picture. The first thing I want to talk about is the first thing is you must change your perspective. You must change your perspective. You must learn how to see things from a different outlook. It's just like, looking in a mirror or a glass that's not clean. And, you know, in order to see that thing clear, you must clean the glass out. You got to clean that glass out. And most of the time we're only looking at the portion, a portion of what is uh, uh, visible, 
um, what is before us, visible or what's before us. But we must be able to see beyond a measure of what's being presented to us. So we got to see beyond what we see that's um, facing us or what may be facing you right now. What you see now is subject to change. Things change. Situations change. Just like every movie has an ending. Everything has an expiration date. How they say it, trouble don't last always. Trouble don't last always. And where you may be today uh, may change tomorrow. You know, can change in an instant. You know, so we cannot focus on what we see. Number two, see yourself changing and growing. In order to see your way out, you must see yourself differently. See yourself differently out of the situation. Don't get in condemnation. Don't condemn yourself. Like I said, when I made that decision um, to leave my job, um, like I said, the enemy tried to get me in, um, in condemnation uh, as far as beating myself down, you know, because things didn't work as fast as I thought, you know, I, I thought I planned it, um, everything thoroughly, thoroughly. And, you know, it didn't turn out the way I thought. So he was playing mind games with me. You know, you, you made a wrong decision. You know, you didn't hear God, you heard yourself, you know, but I'm a child of God. So my daddy is not going to let me fall. It's just like you as a parent. We know our children make wrong decisions, you know, in life. They make bad decisions in life as we did as children coming up. We didn't disown our children because they made uh, made a bad decision or or made a bad choice. We did. We didn't disown them. So your daddy. My my father, daddy, Jesus, my my Lord and Savior is not going to disown me. God is not going to disown you just because you made a wrong decision or a wrong move. He's going to back you up and he's going to use that thing for your glory. He's going to give you a test. out. He's going to give you a testimony out of your test. And I'm a witness because, like I said, I went through that last year and today I'm able to stand and declare the goodness of Jesus. I'm able to stand and declare what he has done for me. And I'm able to share with you my story. I'm able to give you wisdom and insight of what I went through and uh, um, what God has showed me as I went through it. You know, God is good. So, you know, don't let the enemy uh, take you sightseeing and allow to beat you down. You know, he loves to play on our sight. You know, he loves to play on our impair our insight because he know God can give us insight. But I, if I can keep allowing them to see and focus on their situation, they wouldn't be able to gain that insight from the Lord. So um, know that the power of insight is powerful. You know, if he can get you to believe it, then he'll get if he can get you to see it, he can get you to believe it. So. Don't focus on your situation. See yourself growing and see yourself changing. You know, number three, see your way out through Christ. 
See your way out through Christ. I had to see myself my way out through Christ. And to see your um, way out, you must see Christ in you. See the hope of glory is in you. And see you in Christ. Know that you are in Christ. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You know, know that, know that Christ is in you. God shall supply all of my needs. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, begin to speak life over yourself because you're in Christ. There is power in you. He said he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what we ask or think. According to the power, there is power at work in you. You know, and it also said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. See yourself in Christ. See yourself. See your way out through Christ. Know that he is your helper. Know that you got help and you are not alone. And know that all things are possible with God. And through him, he gives you the ability and the power to do all things. If God brought you to it, know that he will bring you through it. Number four is move forward and not backwards. Move forward and not backwards. How can you move forward if you're always looking backwards? Now, I would have never been able to move forward into my new beginning if I constantly look back. You know, if I constantly look back on my mistakes or mistakes I thought I made. You know, the only reason we should look back is see how far God brought us. We shouldn't look back and go back there and stay back there because um, going back, you can't move forward because you're stuck back there. Imagine yourself walking down a road while looking back. It's impossible. You will bump, you will fall. So. You got to move forward and not back. See your way out. You must look straight ahead. Don't get stuck on what has happened. A lot of times we get stuck on what happened to us. You know, don't get stuck on what happened. It ain't what happened. It's how you react through it. You know, what happened has already passed. It's already happened. You may can't change it. But you can uh, take charge over your destiny by moving forward. So I know the question is, um, how do you see your way out? And that's simply by seeing the bigger picture. I want to tell you, I rem um, going to the eye doctor. Um, and when you go to the eye doctor, you know, um, when they call you back, the first thing you do, you know, I wear glasses and contacts. They tell you to take off your glasses or your contacts. And then, you know, they got to look, they got to look into your eyes, you know, um, and you, they got to check your vision without the contacts and without the glasses. Right. So you got to look into, um, like these, um, a scope where they will present pictures to you or numbers. So at the time, you know, they will have them on different le lens, you know, um, and they determine, you know, how good you can see, you know, um, and they got a level of lens that they examine it by. So when you looking in there at first, you're not able to see it. Right. So as they gradually uh, detect the lens for you, 
um, the picture began to come a little clearer, right? So um, by me looking in there and, you know, and they detect the lenses that are for me because I be able to see, you know. So as they detect the lenses that are for me, I can see that picture clear. But at that time, that picture was blurry because I couldn't see it. I didn't have on the proper lens. I didn't have on a proper lens to see it. See, seeing your way out, you got to have on the proper lens to see the bigger picture. See, when I was looking to uh, looking through um, the um, the scope, I didn't see the letter one clearly until I put on the proper lenses to see the big picture of it. You know, that picture began to get bigger as I put on the proper lenses. So we must put on the proper lenses, which is the um, lenses, uh, guys, godly lenses, so that we're able to see the bigger picture. You know, no matter what the situation or circumstances may appear to be, I always see the bigger picture. Your outcome is determined by your view. You can dictate what you want to see. Therefore, speak life. Therefore, um, speak life over yourself. Therefore, see, speak life and allow to see the way God sees life. Amen. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this segment. Um, this segment, um, be sure to check my website for upcoming episodes, um, and old episodes. You're able to, um, go back on my website and get episodes that were already played already. Um, that went forward, you're able to go back and uh, watch those episodes as well. Also, you're able to check my website and on how to purchase my book, Free Indeed. Um, all the information will be up there as well. And uh, nevertheless, stay tuned for more Freedom Living Podcasts. God bless you. Have a great day. Hello, everyone. I am coach and host April Azale with Freedom Living Podcast. I am also an author. And today I will be sharing some keys and teachings from my latest book, Free Indeed. The purpose of these podcasts will be to provide you with some keys tips and strategies and teachings to help you move from A to B and to also help you maintain freedom through the adversities of life. As a recovery coach, my goal is to help you recover from setbacks, regain strength through losses and to overcome obstacles by moving forward. Let's get started. With key number five, transforming your pain into power. I'm reminded in Isaiah 61 verse three. To appoint unto them that moan in Zion. To give unto them beautiful ashes. The oil of joyful mourning. 
the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. Do you know that God wants to transform your pain into power? I know it's kind of hard to believe that to be so when you're in the midst of pain. Pain comes from all sorts of situations and circumstances. It also comes suddenly, then a tragic or a loss. Pain is anything that causes heartache or stress in your life. It can hit in so many ways, such um, such as losing a loved one, a broken relationship, or marriage, or financial uh, hardship. It can also be childhood pain or emotional emotional trauma. With all, at some point in our lives, we all will experience pain. You may be experiencing pain right now. I want you to know that pain has a purpose and in order to know this, you must go through it to see it. I know it may be hard to see when everything in your life seems to be a disarray right now. You may even be in a place where you feel like a failure or a mistake. Maybe nothing is going right, working right or going right in your life. And it seems as though life is getting the best of you. I absolutely understand. You know, I've been in those places before and I felt like I blew it. There were many times I wanted to give up and throw in the tower. I must say that going through those times It was nothing but the grace of God that I am standing here today. I had many sleepless nights where I cried myself to sleep. I was depressed and all I wanted to do was sleep because I I thought myself I could sleep my problems away. And, you know, um, when you're going through It's easy to get caught up in your circumstances or your situations. Often we forget who we are in the center of our pain. I want you to know that your pain has purpose. Who you are is greater than what you see because what you see is not where you're going to be. God wants to transform that pain. He wants to transform that pain into power. Myself, I had to come to my senses to know that I was in a battle. And in that battle, I was required to stand and trust God through the fight. If you... If you may be in a battle right now, know that 
Your life is worth the fight. And now is the time. Now is the time to take your life back. Take everything that the enemy tried to steal from you. It's time to break free. Now, I'm 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 going to give you some keys, some some key points on how to transform your pain into purpose and 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 power. So number 1, you have to identify it. Identify it. If you have no clue what you're wrestling with, it's impossible to win that battle. This is the time where you take inventory over your life and find out what's holding you back. Identifying pain is one way to detect it in your life. Whether it is childhood pain, hurt from an old relationship, pain from a, uh, the loss of a loved one, or life circumstances or situations. What is your pain? What's holding you back? What's keeping you in bondage right now? So number one, we got to identify it. We got to get to the root of it. Where is it coming from? What's holding you back right now? What's keeping you in bondage right now? Number two, face it. We got to face it. I know Joyce Meyer, she said, you can't conquer what you can't confront. And that's so true. We can't conquer what we are not willing to confront. And, you know, in order to transform your pain into power, you must deal with it. Dealing with it is basically getting to the root of it and not trying to patch it up. Like, for example, you know, um, you may be having constant pain in your body. And to get rid of that pain, you know what we do. Oftentimes we take Advil or Tylenol. Without, without going to the doctor, you really won't know what's causing the pain. But in the meantime, we take a temporary um, substance such as a pill to get us through the moment. But still, you're not able to identify what you not able to identify that pain or even find out what's causing that pain if you don't go to the doctor. So most of the time we continue to patch it up with pills. <laughs> um, that sound familiar. And, you know, just like your pain, if you continue to hide it. By patching it up with, you know, sometimes we're, we're eating our pain away, sleeping your pain away, uh, overworking your pain away. And you may even be drinking. Sometimes people fall into, you know, addictions such as drinking or sex to um, get rid of the pain or drugs. However, it will still be there and that pain will need for you to address it and deal with it. You must get to the root by asking yourself questions 
Sometimes we got to um, ask ourselves questions when you're dealing with pain, such as why this still hurts? Why I can't move on? Why I can't get over it? Why is this so hard to deal with? What do I need to do? And you know, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to get through this? Do I need to seek out for help? Those are the questions we need to ask ourselves when uh, we're facing the pain. And I know some of the pain, we don't want to go back there. Because oftentimes it's just like opening up a wound in your life. Um, It's just like opening up a wound in your life. But the only way to, you know, conquer that, you have to open up that wound. And that wound requires you to, um, requires healing. And healing requires a process. So eventually, if you don't deal with your pain, Whatever it may be, childhood issues or hurt, you know, toxic emotions or childhood pain. Like I said, privileged before, a lot of times uh, what we don't deal with as a child um, and our adults, a lot of times we are living that pain. We're living that childhood trauma. We're reliving it in our adulthood. You know, we wonder why, you know, I got this addiction, why I'm still stuck, you know, because of that pain, you know, we're trying to hide it. We're trying to patch it up because we refuse to, um, we refuse to open up that wound because a lot of times when we open up that wound, it hurts, it hurts us. It hurts us. Um, um, if something happened traumatic to us back then, we don't want to go back to that. So a lot of times we want to sweep it under the rug. And, and, and when you sweep it under the rug, you're not allowing to go through the process of your healing so that you can get healed. You know, even with a loved one, you know, you, I mean, um, pain, I just want you to know, you know, when you're covering it up, um, it, it can cause more harm to you. Pain will eventually make you sit bitter and angry. Um, you know, you must face what's painful, hurtful, broken, and uncomfortable in your life to fix it and make peace with your past. Um, no matter what you're going through, know that the Lord will help you, help you um, make it through it. He will help you get through it. You know, even loss of a loved one, you know, uh, we, even that, you know, we have to deal with the reality of them not being there no more, not being a part of your life. You know, um, yeah, that, I mean, your life, you know, would never be the same uh, when a loved one leaves. It would never be the same. You know, you're still, you know, um, you'll have that void in your life, you know, uh, of missing that loved one. But you must know only God can fill that void. Only God can give you the strength um, to move on. Because I know 
for a fact, our loved ones don't want us to just stay there. They want us to move forward. They want us to continue living. But I totally understand when it's hard, you know, I even had to come to that place with, you know, losing um, a loved one, my spiritual uh, mother and aunts, you know, and, and just thinking that uh, my loved ones wouldn't want me to just stay there and not live. I know they wouldn't want me to just stay in that pain and not live my life and not um, uh, live the life that God has purposed for me to live. And, you know, and I know they wouldn't want me to stay there right there. As I just like my loved ones, I know your loved ones wouldn't want you to stay there. They want you to live because we're living to live again anyway. And as we all know, life is a vapor. You know, we got to live our life and, um, live the purpose that God has called us to live so we can see them again, you know? So, um, number three, um, after you identify it and number two, after you face it, you know, facing that thing is kind of hard to do. Um, but by the grace of God, he'll help you get through that. And then the next thing we have to do is number three, we have to release it. Now, I know after you face it, releasing that thing is hard. I know it's hard to release a loved one when someone has been in your life and you're trying to tell me to release them. Um, no, you're not forgetting them, but you releasing that pain and you releasing those things, that pain unto the Lord so you can move forward. So releasing it is basically, this is the final step that gives up that control. You know how we want to control that pain. But when you release it, you're giving up that control. Um, and a lot of times we hold on to things that are beyond our control. You know, some things that are beyond our control, some things that uh, we're not able to fix. You know, it's easy to keep something that you feel is yours. I know uh, losing a loved one, it's hard because they were mine. I want to hold on to them, but we got to release them, you know, so they can rest and so that we can live um, the life that God has called us to live. Even, you know, broken relationships, you know, you may have been wounded and hurt in your life. You may have a had experienced a heartbreak. You know, your heart has been broken. And I know all of us have at one point in our lives. And, you know, getting past that broken heart, you know, only God can mend those pieces together, you know. And, you know, getting past failure moments in your life, you know, some some things in your life that um, you messed up, you know, some things in your life you failed at. You know, we cannot continue to. Um, hold that. We got to release it and move forward. So we're able to be healed. And so we're able to walk in um, the purpose, um, walk in purpose and have the life that God has called us to have. And, you know, um, it is easy to keep something that you feel is yours. Like I said, however, it's not healthy to hold on to things that are harmful and toxic 
that may cause damage to your soul. So it may be those toxic relationships or those things that don't mean you no good. And we continue to hold on to it when God has been telling us to let it go. You know, those things can cause more harm to you than any good. You might can't change what happened to you. We can never change what happened to us, but you can take charge of what's before you. And in order to transform your pain into power, you must release it to God and allow him to restore you. You got to release it, you know, uh, to God and allow you, uh, allow him to restore you. And one thing that I found that's so necessary to do is maybe you may have time today and you may have something on your heart that you are holding on to, whatever it may be. I, I will, uh, challenge, I want to challenge you to get out a piece of paper and if you can't share it or feel like you, you know, can talk to anybody, uh, one thing that I do is get a piece of paper and write it out. Release it on paper. Journaling is a good way to release pain on paper. So you, um, this is um, a simple exercise that you can do daily. You know, you can journal your thoughts out and release that pain on paper. And you will find yourself uh, freer than ever. Uh, trust me. Um, I do that often from time to time. And, you know, once you release it, whether you release it on paper, where you just give it to God, don't pick it back up. You know, I, 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 I know we all have done that. I have done it many of times, uh, have given things to God and I picked it back up. But you got to be serious about that thing. When you release that thing, don't put it, don't pick it back up. Leave it there. And allow God to transform your life. Allow God to work on you. Allow God to heal you. Allow God to take you through the process of being healed. Um, and I want you to know that um, broken crayons still color. And I know a lot of people feel like just because you're broken um, that God can't use you. I want you to know broken crayons steal color and your life matters. Your life matters. Just because you have been broken doesn't mean you don't have purpose. Each piece to your life has a connection to your story. Those pieces that are broken in your life, God is going to use those pieces um, that's going to be a part of your story. Um, it's going to be a part of your story. Um, just like a puzzle, you know, has many picture. I mean, pieces, you know, when you see the picture on that box, that pretty picture, um, on that box. And when you open up that box, it's, it's a lot of pieces, you know, but it's a big, the picture is already put together on the, um, puzzle box. But once you open that puzzle box, it's a lot of pieces that you have to put together. And, you know, I want to say it's actually like putting together uh, your life uh, may have many broken pieces. But once God put what he sees in you together, my God, your life will become more 
purposeful, beautiful, and meaningful, just how God intended it to be. So I want to encourage you, uh, my brothers and my sisters, to embrace your journey and endure the process. God is not through with you yet. It's just the beginning. Thank you guys for um, tuning in to segment five. I hope you guys um, got, I hope you all got something out of this segment and um, also stay tuned for more Freedom Living Podcasts with April. God bless you all. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your morning prayer call with April. God is good. His mercies endures forever. Father God, we just thank you. Father, we just glorify you on this precious day which you have made, God. We don't take for granted, Father, knowing you, God. We don't take for granted this moment, Father, this moment in your presence, God. Father, we humbly come before you, God, with open hearts and minds to receive what you have for us today, God. Lord, right now we put off anything that will hinder the presence of you right now, Jesus. And Father, we ask that you open our hearts, open our minds on today, God, to receive you on today, God. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we loosen your presence. Father, we loosen your peace. Father, we loosen everything that we need and will ever need even on today, God. Father, we just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for health and strength today. Father, without those things, we're not able, God, Lord, to be a vessel for you, oh God. And Lord, we're just so grateful for this morning. We're just so grateful for a day that we have never seen, God. Father, a day which you have granted us, God, a day of opportunities on today, God. And Lord, we need you, Lord. Father, even in this day, We welcome you into our thoughts. We welcome you into our conversations on today. We welcome you into our jobs today. We welcome you into our homes today. We welcome you into our marriages today. We welcome you into our relationships today. We welcome you into every decision that we will make on today, God. Father, for your word decrees. If we trust in you with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding and all our ways, if we acknowledge you, oh God, Father, you will surely direct our path. And Father, we just thank you. You are God, Father, that's able to supply our every need. So Father, we want to say thank you this morning for supplying everything that we need. Your word decrees that you are our shepherd and we shall not want God. So we thank you, Lord, for everything that we need. Father, we able to rely exclusively upon you, oh God. 
Lord, that you will give us what we need. Father, in the midst of every moment, in the midst of every opportunity, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, and we just praise you, oh God, from where all of our help comes from, because all of our help comes from you, oh God, which you made the heavens and the earth, God. Lord, we just say, allow your will to be done. Allow your kingdom to come on this day as it is in heaven, oh God. Allow your kingdom to come in the lives of the people today, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask God, Father, that your will be done. We ask that your kingdom come, oh God. Father, that you reign upon the people and reign upon this earth on today, God. Father, your word said, if you be lifted up, you are draw all men unto you, God. So today we pray for salvation, God. We pray that men and women, young, old, will be saved. We pray that people will be set free and delivered on today, God. Lord, we pray that crooked paths will be made straight in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just praise you, God, for just healing this day. God, we just thank you. You are bigger than this pandemic. You are bigger than this coronavirus, God. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for healing, for healing the minds of your people today, God, for healing bodies today. Surely you was bruised, God, for our iniquity, oh God. The chastisement was upon you, Father God, and by your stripes, we are healed. Father, healing is the children's bread. And Father, I'm reminded, God, that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. We don't have to fear, God, for thou art with us, God. We can stand in you, God. Father, and believe the salvation of you, O oh God. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for hearing our cry this morning, for hearing the needs of your people, God. Each and every need on today, God, every private thought, God, we give it unto you. Every private concern, we give it to you, God, for you know us better than we know ourselves, God. And Father, we release our cares to you, God, for you care. And we want to say thank you this morning for just even you told us, God, we able to release our concerns to you, God. Father, because you care about us, God. So, Lord, we thank you for, Lord, just even, God, for every thought that we even think this morning, God. You already got it. You already own it, God. For every problem, there is a solution, God. For every solution, there is a promise, God. And, Lord, we able to bank on it, God. We able to rely on you, God. Because we know, God, Father, that you are able, God, Lord, to do anything but fail, God. And we come against the hands of the enemy right now. We come against the principalities. We come against the rulers of this earth. We come against wickedness in higher places, oh God. We loosen your presence today. 
We loosen your armor today on this earth today. Father, that you will shine. You will be glorified in the lives of your people today. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, even on earth, that you be glorified, God. Oh, hallelujah. And we just praise you, God. We just magnify you, God. Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord. Even God, when we get into complaining, God, when we get complacent, God, when we turn our backs, God, and we have a tendency of going back, God, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you are God that's able to come in, God. You are Alpha and Omega, God. You know the beginning and the ending of our life, God. Father, that you're there waiting for us, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, for your word says, God, Father, you know the thoughts which you think towards us, Father, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us an expecting end, God. Lord, even when, God, we look to the left and right, God, Father, we can trust and look to you, God. Father, knowing that you got a plan for our lives, God. You got an expectant in for our lives, God. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Father, it ain't what it looked like, God. Lord, it ain't what it seems like, God. It ain't what it feels like, God. Lord, it's what you say that's going to be in our lives, God. Lord, and we speak life. We speak life to every dry bone, God, that every dry bone shall live. We speak to every valley place, oh God, the valley place of the dark, God. Father, you said in your word, God, Lord, even your word tells us, God, even when we walk in the shadow of death, God, Lord, you told us not to fear for thou art with us, thy rod, thy staff, thy comfort us, God. Thou preparest a table before us in the presence of our enemy, God. We don't have to fear dark places, God. We don't have to fear, oh God, uncertainty, God. Lord, we can trust you in the uncertainties moments, God. We able to lean to you, God, because you said you know our life from the beginning to the end, God. And Lord, we got to repent. Father God, for any unbelief, God, not believing in you like we should, God, Lord, going our own way, God, Lord, right now we repent from our sins right now, God, we repent for anything, God, that's holding us back, God, Lord, we remove ourselves, God, if we are in the way, God, of you, God, having your way in our lives, God. And we submit to you this morning, God. We call on you, God, because you are a good God. Lord, and you said your mercies endures forever, God. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord. Even as we come to you, God, we know that you hear us, oh God. Lord, we know that we have the petition of our faith, God. Even your word tells us, God, whatever we ask in your will, God, it shall be done, God. Lord, we can trust that everything, God, Lord, that we lay upon you, God, it's already done, God. It's already sealed, God. And Lord, we want to say thank you, Lord 
for the victory on today. We want to say thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing, even right now, God, in our lives, God. Lord, and we lift up your generation today. We lift up the young generation today, the generation of the now, God. Oh, God, we release them in your hands, God. We release our children in your hands, God. Lord, because we know, God, you can take better care of them than we can, God. Lord, we just ask, God, that even we pray, God, that they will be raised up, God, to know you, God, and know the resurrection of your power, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we even thank you, Lord, for intervening on their behalf, God, keeping them safe, God, Lord, even um, covering them, God, and protecting them, God. Oh, God, even as they go their way, God, Lord, we can trust you, God, that you are a keeper, God, just like you kept us, God. You will keep our children, God. You will keep our children, children, God. And Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We just praise you, God. Lord, that you have covered us, God. Lord, and you will continue to cover us, God. Lord, cover our minds today. Sometimes our minds just get weary, God. Sometimes our minds just go in the other direction, God. Lord, we ask, God, that you give us a sound mind today, God. Lord, that you give us peace right now, God. Oh, hallelujah, God. Right now, we come against every addiction. Oh, we come against every um, um, uh, we come against every addiction that's not like you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we, uh, we ask God that you go in God, Lord, and take the taste of alcohol away from those God that have that addiction. God, take the taste away from crack and cocaine. God, take the taste away from sexual sexual habits, God, that's not of you, oh God. Lord, we ask that you arrest those that have went out, God, those family members that have went astray, God. Lord, we ask that the hands of you, God, Lord, just be upon their lives, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we know at the name of Jesus, every demonic spirit got about. Every tongue got to confess that you are Lord and Lord of all, God. So, Lord, we come against every addiction, God. We come against, God, anything, God. Father, that's not like you, God. Lord, and we just say, let your will be done and your kingdom come on today, God. Lord, we pray for families this morning, God. Father, that families be mended together, God. Marriage be mended together, God. Oh, hallelujah, God. Lord, we just come against God, any division, God, and we loosen peace, God, in the hearts of your mind, to, uh, hearts of the minds of the people today, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, Father, for the church, God. We pray for the churches, God. Father, that they will stand, God, in this last and evil days, God, that they will be the light of the world, God, a light, the light of the world, God. 
Father, that it stand out, God. Father, that people will know you through our lives, God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, that we will be evidence of who you are, God. We will know, Father God, who you are, God, in these last and evil days, God. Oh, God, we just thank you, Lord. We just praise you, God, for every leader, God. Lord, we lift them up, God, even through this pandemic, God. We pray for wisdom and courage upon their lives, God wisdom into how to lead wisdom in making decisions god and the courage god to stand to the courage to stand on your word father the courage god lord god father god to do what you have called them to do god lord that they able to preach your word god in season and out of season god they're able to feed your people god even being encouraged god in these moments god father that they're able to be steadfast and unmovable god always abounding in the work of you god knowing that their labor is not in vain god and Lord, we thank you for the grace upon their lives, God. We thank you for your grace and mercy, God. Oh, God, even through the midst of this time, God, Lord, that you refresh them and revive them. Oh, God, give them what they need, God. And Lord, we want to say thank you, Lord. God, we just thank you for who you are, God. We just thank you for what you have done, God. And Lord, we release the weight upon our shoulders, upon you, God. Father, every concern today, Lord, we able to give it to you this morning. God, we able to just release it to you this morning. Every pain, God. Hallelujah. Father, we just praise you this morning. Father, for every broken pieces, God, we'll be minute together, God. Lord, we pray for the broken hearts, God. Lord, that you touch them right now, God. That you heal the wounds, God. That you transform their pain, God, into power, Father, and, and allow their power to be transformed into purpose, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they will rise up and declare their bed. They will take up their beds and walk this morning. That they will no longer be bound. They will no longer be held hostage. Father, but they will rise up this morning. Rise up this morning. Hallelujah. Rise up and know who you are, God. Know who you are in God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you this morning. We just thank you, God, for the peace which passeth understanding, which able to guard our, guard our hearts and minds this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise this morning. Give him your all this morning. Let him know you love him this morning. Let him know you, you, are, you need him this morning. When you praise him, it will lift your situation. When you praise him, 
It will lift a dead weight. Oh God, we just praise you this morning. We just magnify you this morning. We just glorify you this morning. We just want to tell you thank you this morning. We just want to say we love you this morning. Even when we are unlovable, God, we just thank you, Lord, Father, for even loving us, even through our mess, even through our sin. Father, even through, Father, our going back, Father, even through our going, doing our own thing, God, you still love us with an everlasting love because your love is unfailing. And we just want to say thank you, Lord. Father, no matter what go on, God, we able to trust you. No matter what way we go, God, we able to turn to you, God. Because your arms are always open, God. Even, Lord, help us, Lord, to trust you in the fall, God. Sometimes things are foggy. Sometimes we don't seem to see our way out, God. But, Father, we thank you, Lord. Even through those seasons, God, we can trust that you guide us even in the fall moments. When we are not able to see your hands, God, help us to trust your heart, uh, Father, that your heart has the best interest for us, God. Your heart, Father God, truly loves us, God. And Lord, we want to say thank you this morning. Help us to know the plans and purpose which you have for our lives this morning. Father, that we know you, God, and we know the resurrection of your power, God. Father, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we even pray for revivals in our hearts today. Revivals, God, in our hearts that, Father, will, Father God, provoke us, Father, in the goodness of you, God. Lord, to want to know more about you, God. Father, want to know, want to sit more in your presence, God. Father, before we know, um, uh, one, even one moment in your presence can change our lives. And we thank you, Lord, for changing our lives even on today, God. Father, even through this prayer, God, we would not be the same, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you for the encounter with you, God. For we know every encounter with you, God, is life-changing, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we just thank you for this encounter moment with you, God. We thank you for showing up, God, and showing out into our lives, even on today, God. And, Father, we pray for those that are grieving on today, those that are grieving loved ones that have, that have lost loved ones today. Father, we know you are God that's able, God, to comfort those hearts, God, and make beauty for the ashes, God, and make, th make, make things beautiful, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, so Lord, we just lift them up right now. Those that are grieving, Father, we ask that you touch their heart. Father, even we know only you can fill the void, that empty void in their lives. So, Father, we ask that you just send, we just ask that you just send comfort to them right now. We ask that you just um, and, um, uh, wrap your arms around them, God. Father, that they can feel your love and your presence right now, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, even right now, we pray for every educator, every teacher, every staff, 
member, everyone that's in the education field on today, God. Father, we pray that you strengthen them. Father, even through this transition, God, Father, that even through the transition, this will make um, make them, not break them, God. Father, even that will give them new ways of learning, God, new ways of teaching the students, God, new ways of reaching the students, God. Father, even through this transition, it will work for their good and not for their bad, God. Father, we just thank you for just strengthening them. Father, even giving them, uh, uh, strengthening them, even, Father God, reviving them on today, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, where they're worn out, Father, we just thank you, God. You're able, God, Lord, to just renew them and a refresh, a fresh mind and a fresh spirit right now, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just ask that you touch every student. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, that no student will be left behind, Lord. Father, that, oh God, that you will um, have ways to reach them, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that, Lord, a community will step up and step out, God. Father, that no child will be left behind, God. Father, even put the compassion in the teacher's heart to even go um, beyond their measure of doing, God. Father, that they're able to meet the needs of the students, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, give them insight, Father, and wisdom to know what to do in the name of Jesus, oh God. And Lord, we pray for families. We pray for parents, God, even through this transition where they're, um, where at this moment they're forced, God, to even um, teach and homeschool their children at home, God. Father, we just pray, Father, that you give them balance. Oh, Father, it balanced even to know, Father God, how to do things, how to multitask, Father, even with working, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, that you give them help, Father, even through this, God, Father, in the name of Jesus and strengthen them, oh God, Father, in the name of Jesus, because they need your strength, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God, even that it will bring parents and, and their child closer, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, giving them a new outlook through this transition, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, we thank you for every educator, every teacher, every um, leadership, God. We pray for the superintendents, God. Father, we just pray that you give them wisdom to lead, God. We pray for the government. We pray for wisdom, oh God. Father, that the government will be on your shoulder, God. Father, that you give them wisdom to execute, God. We pray for every leadership across this nation, God. Father, that they will know you, God. Father, and know the resurrection of your power. We pray for salvation through government. We pray for souls to be saved and people to be set free and delivered. In the name of Jesus, hearts will turn to you, God, knowing that, God, you are God. You are God on this earth, God. Father, even when people have turned their backs on you, God, people will turn back to you, God. In the name of Jesus, start acknowledging who you are. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Father, you are God, God. You are God. Father, and it's not your will that any man perish, <clears throat> but all will come unto a repentance, oh God. So we pray for hearts of repentance, even on today. 
that people will repent, Father, from their sins. People will um, turn back from their old ways, God, and turn to you, God. Father, even through this timing, and God, we just praise you. We just thank you for just renewing us and a refresh even on today, God. We thank you for touching our hearts on today, God. We thank you for touching our minds on today, God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father, we pray that you give us insights even on today to our purpose. Insight today of what you want us to do, God. Even show us your heart. What's in your heart for us, individual, God? Father, even we all know our individual assignments on earth, God, that we know who we are and we know why we're here, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. And Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord. Father, we just praise you, God, for your grace and for your mercy, God. Father, your grace and your mercy that gives us time to get right, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, your grace, which help us to do the things that we're not able to do within our own power and strength, God. And we thank you, Lord, that we're able to do all things through you, God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Lord, we even pray for financial burdens even on today financial crisis today father and we ask that you go in and provide every need even on today god father in the mighty name of jesus that every need be met on today father in the name of jesus and father we want to say thank you lord hallelujah father that you are a our shepherd and we shall not want god father we just want to say thank you lord that every need is met on today. And Father, we just praise you, God. Praise the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. Praise him from where you are right now. He he deserve your praise. He deserve your praise on today. So let's praise him right now. Let's let him know we thank you. Let's let him know that we love God. Let's let him know that we adore him. Let's let him know that we acknowledge his presence right now. So let's praise him right now. We just thank you, Lord. We just thank you today. We just praise you on today. We just magnify you today. We just glorify you today. We just thank you, oh God. We just lift your name today, God. We just glorify you. Come on, come on, come on. Let's push. Let's push on today. Rise up this morning. Take your bed. Take up your bed this morning. Let's push. Let's push in his presence. Let's push in his presence. Let's press in his presence. For in his presence, he has everything we need. In his presence, we are complete. Let's push. Let's push until something happens. Let's push. Let's push. Let's push until we are out of that situation mentally. We may not see a change on the outside, but we can see a change on the inside. Let's push, let's push, let's press in this presence. Lord, we just thank you this morning for the pressing in your presence, even on today, God. And Lord, we want to say thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you, God, for healing our prayers on today, for healing our hearts on today. For honoring our petitions and prayers and requests on today, God, we just want to say thank you this morning. God, we just want to say thank you, God, for covering us even in prayer, 
Father, in the name of Jesus, God, Father, we know that prayer is a privilege, God. We know prayer is 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 what uh, changes things, God, Father, that even as we go out, God, our hearts will not leave you, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, even we thank you for your protection. We thank you for covering us on our jobs in the name of Jesus. We thank you for covering us on the highway and the byways, even on today, God. We want to say thank you, God, for your covering, even on today. Father, just covering us on today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your covering. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your strength today. Oh, hallelujah, Father. We just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, God, for changing our lives. Even on today, even in your presence, our lives are forever changed, God. We just thank you, God. We able to call on you, God, for you are our savior, Father God. You are able to save us. You are able to rescue us, God. And we want to say thank you, Lord. Your, your word decrees if my my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek thy face and turn from thy wicked ways. Father, you say you will hear from heaven. You say you will forgive the sins and heal the land. Lord, we pray healing over this land today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Father God, that the peace of you will be in the hearts and minds of the people today. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Father, that hearts and minds will be forever changed in the name of Jesus, in your presence, God. Lord, we just thank you in your presence, God. We have power to overcome whatever that try to overcome us, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, if we get out of the way, God, and allow you to be before us, God, and allow to acknowledge you, God, and all that we do, God. Father, you guide us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We're able to release all things to you, God, knowing that they're safe in your arms, God. They're safe in your presence, God. And Lord, we just thank you. We just magnify you. We just glorify you, O oh God. Lord, where all our help comes from, all our help comes from you, O oh God. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just bind up suicidal thoughts in the name of Jesus. Anybody that that had a thought of taking their life, God, we just thank you, Lord, for just even reminding them, O oh God, of who they are, God, and why they're here, God even reminding them, God, of, of, of the purpose that's inside of them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we even bind up depression. Oh, Father, we bind up depression in the name of Jesus. We loosen your presence. We bind up anxiety. Father, we loosen your presence even on today. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, Lord, even turn depression into joy. Father, that joy will come. Father, we thank you for joy in the morning. We thank you for joy this morning. We thank you for strength this morning. We thank you, Lord, for who you are and what you have done, even in the lives of your people, God. But most and foremost, we thank you for salvation, even on today. Father, we just thank you for souls being saved and people being set free even on today, and lives being forever changed. Even someone will say, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to know you? 
in the name of Jesus, God. We just want to say thank you this morning. God, we just thank you, Father. We just thank you for lifting the burdens this morning. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you for healing every situation this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, everything that's upon our hearts today, we thank you, Father, for knowing every thought this morning. In the name of Jesus and Father, even those things that were not said, God, we thank you for knowing the thoughts and the intents of our heart, God. Father, even working on those things, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that all things work together for the good, God. Father, for we are called according to your purpose. Father, in the name of Jesus, there is purpose in line waiting for us, God. And we just want to say thank you for insight on giving us and allowing us to see purpose in us and purpose through us, God, in the name of Jesus, God. And we realize we're not able to operate and do anything without you, Lord. So Father, we just thank you for strengthening us. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that teaches us. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that's guidance, that's able to lead us, God, financially, able to help us make financial decisions, God. We thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit is able, God, to help us when we're wrong, that's able to get us back on track. Oh, God, we just thank you, Lord, for the presence of you, God, that the kingdom is in us, Father, that we have what we need. We don't have to look on the outside. What we need is on the inside, Father that we will look inside and pull out what's in us, God. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for every business and we lift it up to you, God. Every business, God. Lord, every local business, God. We just thank you. Even through this pandemic, Father, it shall be growth. Oh God, even through this pandemic, God, businesses shall be kept, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for new ideas, business ideas in the name of Jesus, God. We just thank you for giving them wisdom, God, even to prepare with the reopening, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we even thank you for peace upon them, God. Father, that they're able to look to you, God. Lord, we even thank you, God, for positioning them to receive your greatness, God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, God. We just thank you, Lord. We're able to pray to you. We're able to look to you where everything comes from. And I want to tell you, God is good. God is good. Yes, he is. Don't you ever forget. God is good. And Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We just magnify you for this day that you have made. And we want to say thank you. Father, in Jesus name we pray. Amen.